0: What's going on everybody, it's your boy Dylan. You are tuning in to Top of Thunder's special edition Thunder Chats. Ho! All right guys, uh, just to preface, I am in my car on my way to work. That was my windshield wiper. (laughs) It is a little rainy, the wind is blowing, so you might hear a little bit of background noise, but the main thing is you can hear my voice here. So, um, what I wanted to do is You know, we're kind of busy throughout the week. We're going to do our season preview after about a week of games this weekend. Um, talk about the games that have been, but I felt that I needed to address the game that happened on Sunday against the 76ers in which the Oklahoma City Thunder lost 115-103. Now, we're not going to talk about the Rockets game, but it was ugly. Um, you know, I, I was watching, I didn't tweet about it because I had some company over, um, but I didn't like. There was a lot of n- negative reaction to it. There's people saying that Shea didn't deserve his max contract. There's people saying that Shea peaked last year. There, there was a lot of crazy takes out there about Shea to Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder, Sam Presti alike. Um, you know, on Friday night, going into the weekend on Saturday. And Sunday, I feel like they kind of put that to bed because they were really premature and super reactionary, if you ask me. But let's, let's talk about it. So, Shea, Gil- Shea Gilgis-Alexander finished with 29 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. I think, some, I, think I, I added this up, I think it was like 59.3 uh, true shooting percentage. Uh, but anyways, he also had a steal and a block, only two turnovers, 9-19 nine and 19 shooting, 1-6 from deep, still needs to clean that up a bit, but 10-12 and 12 from the free throw line. And what's so special about this is I think it really helped Shea find his groove scoring again. And, you know, what does that mean? Well, let me explain. So, as I mentioned, the Rockets game was a struggle. Honestly... If we're talking about Shea Gildas-Alexander, the Jazz game was a struggle. All right, against the Jazz, you know, we talked about it. He had 18 points, but only a 17 shooting, 1-7 from deep, 3-5 from the stripe. So not very efficient, missing, you know, shots point blank at the rim, missing his threes, not getting to the line very often. Okay, then you go to the Rockets. And he had only 13 points, 6 of 15 shooting, 1 of 6 from deep. Didn't have a single attempt from the free throw line. I think he was blocked twice by Shingoon down there. So he was definitely struggling. But as I said, against the Philadelphia 76ers, he had 29 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds. Now, what we're going to talk about first is that 29 points. Because obviously, if you know anything about Chad Giles Alexander, he's a scorer. He can get buckets. He can get to the rim whenever he wants to. He can give you almost any look from all three levels. Now he has been struggling from three, but he did hit a mighty impressive one. Mighty impressive. I, I just showed my Kentucky there. He hit a really impressive three-pointer at the end of the second. Uh, at the end of the second quarter, that had Thunder fans going crazy. But uh, let's go back to where it started. So, you know, Shay. He was having his normal game. He was finding his teammates early. He was getting into the lane. He finished a couple way ups. But you could tell he was still pressing. He was missing his threes and he wasn't really catching a ribbon. And then I, I believe it was late first quarter. Might have been early second, but I believe it was late first. Um, he took Tyreek Max, Tyreek Maxi. Tyrese Maxi. God, I can't talk right now. Tyrese Maxi, his fellow BBN, fellow Wildcat in arms. Uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers, took him from the top of the three-point line, drove in with his right, snatched back dribble behind the back, left him in the dust, and he was about, I don't know, two steps um, inside the free-throw line, drained the jumper, nothing but net, and I actually tweeted this. I said, wow, Shay just put Maxie on skates. I, w- I hope that's going to, you know – I, what I think, what I think I said was I think that that might give him a confidence boost and it might help him catch rhythm. Boy was all right. I think the very next bucket the Shea got was that three pointer I, I was talking about, and this three pointer was super special because again it was on Tyrese Maxey. And for those of you who don't know, you know Tyrese Maxey is an All Pro or All NBA All Defensive Team uh, defender like somebody else we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, but he is a very capable defender he's got a lot of length he's six foot three has six foot seven arms he moves his feet really well he's a really good defender and so for Shea to get some of these buckets on him was really impressive and on this bucket Shea had the ball top of the three-point line he was dribbling dribbling trying to you know get his rhythm dribbles he dribbled to from his right to his left from his left he brought the ball behind the back gathered sidestepped with his right foot took a big step to his right and Maxi recovered like to be honest Maxi defended the shot really well but it didn't matter Shea drained the three and those are the kind of shots that you want to see Shea be able to make those are the kind of shots we know Shea can make because people kind of forget after a three-game sample size Shea goes a shot over 40 percent from three last year 40.9 percent from three last year on like five attempts a game He's a good shooter, objectively. They removed the hitch from a jump shot, you know, his work in the off season with the guard whisperer, and, you know, he's having a hard time, like I said, catching a rhythm. I think right now he's shooting, like, 15% from three, which is not great for the 50-40-90 prediction that I predicted all off season. But I, I do think that that's going to kind of regress more towards the mean. Um, I do feel like... You know, he started to catch a rhythm in this game. So, after that three, uh, going into the second half, Matisse-Thibe will decide, okay, no more. We know Shea is this is this team's offense. We know that their offense runs through them. Without him, they're basically nothing. I'm going to shut him down. Me. As NBA, second team, all defense, Matisse-Thibe I'm going to shut him down. And just, no. Shea did the same exact thing. Um he was at the top of the key doing rhythm dribbles between the legs between the legs between the legs boom just go blew right past thiable for a dunk did the same thing later on in the half rhythm dribble rhythm dribble rhythm dribble explode to the rim easy layup in traffic like he, he was getting it and then the coup d'etat um tyrese maxi once again the poor soul got mashed up against shea shea same thing from the top of the key sized them up sized them up rhythm dribble rhythm dribble drove hard with his right hand snatched back behind behind the back and <coughs> i forgot who it was that said this but it's literally perfect Tyrese Maxey did the ankle breaker animation from 2k like you know in 2k like if you do a hard ankle break like if you have the ankle breaker badge um, and the defender kind of staggers a little bit. Tyrese Maxey literally did that, like his hands flailing and everything. Um, but yeah, so Tyrese Maxey did the ankle breaker animation, and Shea pulled up from the jumper, hit the front of the rim, but it bounced in. And you know, there you have it. Like you know, he was he was getting to his spots the rest of the night in terms of like getting to the getting to the rim and finishing. Um, and what's really important for his scoring, you know, like I said, this is a stark contrast. From his past couple games, like he scored almost ten more points, ten more, or more than ten more points in um, the Rockets' case. Um, I think also in the Jazz case. Yeah, he had seventeen and sixteen. So yeah, he, he scored more than ten points than he did in those games, in this game. And the big outlier in that is his free throws. As I said, as I said, as I said, he shot ten to twelve from the stripe. That's 10 free points. That's just getting to the basket and making the defense, you know, try to contest you because, you know, we know Shay's a problem at the rim. He he shot, I, god, I can't remember how much he shot last year. I know it was over 50. I want to say it was like 52, 53%, like he shot a good percentage last year from the field. And a lot of that's because of his efficiency around the rim because We've seen millions of times. Shea finds an angle to finish at the basket more times than not. And so when he gets into the lane, the defense is going to foul him. If he stays aggressive like that, he's going to get trips to the stripe. He doesn't have to foul bait like James Harden, like Trey Young, or anybody like that. He can legitimately get to the stripe 10 to 12 times a game just being aggressive. And if he can do that, he's going to, you know, generate free points for himself. He's going to bump that average up. Like, right now, his average isn't looking great, but at the end of the year, if he continues to do this, he can be in that 24, 25, 26 point per game like we've all you know, kind of hoped that he would be. Um, but the other part of his game that I wanted to talk about was that eight assists to two turnovers. You know, I talked about in the last Thunder Chats pod, that I feel like Shea kind of put a point of emphasis on his playmaking this year um, because, you know, whether it was Rudy Gobert that was deterring him from the rim, he, it felt like he was trying to make the extra pass off of his drives that the year prior and even the year prior before that, um, he would just look to finish his drives. And you kind of saw that in space tonight and the fact that he had eight assists. He was trying to find his teammates early. Um, he talked about post-game. Like, that's something that he looks to do at the early part of the game. He knows he can get his. He wants to get his teammates in rhythm and comfortable and get, get get them going early before he really starts to take control. And I think you can see that when you watch the game. But it is good to hear Shea, you know, kind of pull back the curtain on his mentality there. And so, yeah, man, I, 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 I still expect big things from Shea. think 50 40 90 is going to be really hard to hit given what his percentages are right now um his early shooting slump from three specifically um but i i still expect him to have a really good year i think he's going to be right on the brink of being an all-star this year and uh yeah it's gonna be a good time for thunder fans um last thing i want to bring up is just you know i'd be remiss if i had this little mini podcast and i didn't mention uh the wizard of oz josh giddy um, that guy had one heck of a game, 19 points on 8 of 13 shooting, 1 of 2 from deep, 2 of 3 from the stripe, 8 rebounds, 7 assists to 2 turnovers, and 4 steals. Josh Giddy was all over the place, stuffing the stat sheet like nobody's business, making passes that nobody would even think of. His teammates tricking his layups. He could have had 12 assists if he wanted to, or if his teammates hit his shots, like, he was in full control. He was taking with the defense, gave him an offense. Um, he kept him honest, uh, taking a couple threes. But there was one play. If there was one play that sold me on Josh Giddy, if I wasn't already sold, which I probably have, it was that towards the end of the game, uh, Josh Giddy got the ball on a fast break. He was driving hard, went up. Uh, it was unclear if it was a layup or dump. but Joel Embiid met him with his entire giant seven foot body tackled him to the ground basically like he made a play for the ball obviously but like it was a little bit reckless and you know we're not going to talk about the announcer like that's neither here nor there whether you meant it or not like it doesn't matter you probably shouldn't have said it but anyways moving on um mb was on the ground but josh giddy actually collided with the stanchion and looked like he was in considerable pain To his credit, like we saw him do in the Summer League, whenever he hurt his ankle, he tried to stay in the game in that game like we saw him do in the NBL, when famously he dunked the ball, ended up horizontal, smacked his face on the ground, and he just acted like it was nothing. It showed Josh Giddey's toughness to get up, wave off Coach Dagnall and the sub like he did in Summer League, say, "I'm, I'm good, stay in, there's my, there's my terrible windshield wipers. Knocks this down, both free throws, gets back on defense, forces a steal. Somehow the ball gets in Shea's hands, and Giddy finds his way out to the corner. Shea kicks it to Josh Giddy for the three. So this guy, after getting tackled by, I, I don't think it's unfair to say, one of the largest humans in the NBA, in Joel Embiid, after getting tackled by him, Gets up, shakes it off. Dad's up in bead, lets him know it's all right. I'm from, I'm from Aussie. I, I can't say Aussie. I saw on Twitter that's a thing. I'm, I'm an Aussie from Australia. You know, we're built different. I'm tough. Nails both free throws, forces a steal, nails a three. Like that sequence, it doesn't make Josh Giddy a star, but at 100,000 percent makes him a Thunder legend. Now, we play the Warriors tonight. I'm um, not sure on the time. It's the Warriors, so we probably... Oh, wow, we play at 8. That is early. Or 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm sorry. I know a lot of you guys live in Oklahoma, so it'd be 7 p.m. Central for you guys. But 8 p.m. Eastern for me, that's actually a really early game considering it's with the Warriors. I'm used to it being like 9, 9.30, even 10 o'clock in some cases. So I'm very thankful for that. Uh, it's going to be fun you know, to see the guys match up, see if Shea can continue to build on his performance that was the 76ers game, uh, see Dort match up with Curry. You know, they played last time. I think Curry got the best of him a little bit, but it was only the first time that they was able to match up. So it'll be interesting to see if Dort has brought anything to his bag defensively to, um, to try to slow down Curry. And it's just going to be see, fun to see Josh Giddy out there. You know, Famously, the Warriors were going to take Giddy at seven if we didn't at six so you know there's no revenge game but uh you know maybe he'll kind of show him like hey this is what you could have got but i'm a thunder now so all right guys i'm almost to work i've rambled enough i hope you guys continue to enjoy these you know i continue to enjoy making them i uh, hope you guys have a great day god bless thunder up and thank you for listening to thunder chats hey